Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Happily Ever Random. I am Troy, and I am joined by my lovely sister, Jenny, as uh, always. You think I'm lovely? Sometimes, <laughs> mainly for mainly just for this, but oh, okay. Well, hi everyone, how are y'all tonight? <laughs> so, what are we talking about today, Jen? So today we are going to go into the best sports movies and TV shows. I mean, at least the ones we think are the best. Yeah, I was literally <laughs> about to say that. Uh, there's probably tons of lists out there with actual best movies yeah. ever. Yeah, this is our list. Yeah, so that's like our disclaimer there, guys. This is uh, our list. Don't hate us. <laughs> Speaking of disclaimer, like like we always do. Um, Jenny cusses. Just so you know, there may be some cuss words <laughs> here and there. Don't get offended. It happens sometimes. Um, another little personal disclaimer. Um, I grew up playing sports my whole life. So do not judge me if this is a bad list of sports movies. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not play sports my whole life because I am not a sports person, but I grew up around the ball field. So, you know, so, but I do love sports movies. Yeah. That's weird though. I, I don't like, I don't watch sports. I don't play sports, but I love watching movies about sports. That is kind of weird. <laughs> I don't know. But like I mentioned a second ago, there's tons of lists out there. Um, so don't, don't, um, expect much from me when it comes to like the actual all-time greats and stuff. Yeah, our word is not gospel, guys. So, just <laughs> uh just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into it. Um so did you like classify yours into different categories on your A list, little bit. Troy? Cuz I I just basically did like I have like four main movies that are like my all-time favorites mm -hmm. and then one TV show. So that's really my list. Yeah. I. So I think you have more than me so we can kind of just go off yours and yeah. then I'm sure mine are on your list as well. So we can, I can get into mine when they come up. <laughs> yeah. So I actually put, I, we, we have, we have some categories for it. So I listed some of like, I guess you could say classics. Mm -hmm. Um, a little bit older movies. Everyone should know what these are. Keyword um, should. A couple of them aren't actually <laughs> classics. I just think it's movies somewhat everyone should know about. <laughs> right. Um, I have my favorite sports movies listed, and I actually added a couple of things. Um, I put on here, <clears throat> excuse me, a random scratch in my throat. Um, I, I put in some docuseries that I actually really enjoyed. Okay. And everyone should know this from a few episodes back that I love anime. I added a couple of sports <laughs> animes that I really I like as well. You would know that was a thing. Oh, yeah. And they're really good. Oh, my God. That's they, hilarious. They're really good stories and really good animes. Oh, Lord. Um, so, just some of these classics. Do you want me to just kind of throw them out there and we'll kind of just so talk let me, about it? Okay, first of all, when you say classics, let me see if mine is on your list. Okay. A League of Their Own. Yes. Oh, good. Okay. I do have that on there. Yay! Um, I also have actually funny, funny thing. Isn't a league of their own. Wasn't it made 93, 94, something Isn't like that. It's in the nineties. I don't remember exactly when though, but it's somewhere around there. Yeah. I was going to say, cause I know that one and another one that I have on here, Sandlot mm -hmm. were made around the time I was born. Mm -hmm. Sandlot was actually made in 93. Yeah. Fun little fact. That was the same year I was born. So aging myself a little bit, but not really. Cause yeah, I'm not that old like yet. still like a baby to me. <laughs> you should tell my knees that. Um, but, so going on with this, there's a couple of um, 
Actually, there's a few football movies on here. One of them is one of my favorite sports movies ever, which is Remember the Titans. I don't think I've ever seen the full thing. I think I've only seen like bits and pieces of it. Okay. I'm That's, trying. What, remind me which one that is, though. Hold on. Let me make sure I'm thinking of the right one. It's the one with um, Denzel Washington. He's a head coach. It's during the when, um, when they stopped with segregation. Blacks and whites mixed in the high school. So they had a football okay. team. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I was thinking of a different one then. Never mind. I have not seen that one. I don't know any of the actors' names except Denzel Washington. <laughs> Sorry. I was thinking of a different but, movie, so no, I have not seen that one. Okay. Really good movie. Okay. It, it goes into the whole segregation thing and how the brotherhood of football brought them together mm-hmm. and made everyone better mm-hmm. in the end. But it's also just a really good football movie, too. Yeah. Um, another football one is Friday Night Lights. Oh, my God. Amazing. I actually have that on my li- on my and, favorite list. And honestly, all of mine are going to be movies, except for the docuseries and the anime. But all the other ones are movies. There's not going to be any TV series for me. I have Well, I have the, the movie Friday Night Lights, and I have the TV show Friday Night Lights on my list. So I've never seen the so, TV show. Oh, amazing. We'll get into it in more detail later on in this episode i want to do movies first and then mm-hmm. we'll go to that and then we'll go to tv shows but the friday night lights movie that movie phenomenal in my opinion um one of the only movies that i really actually like billy bob thornton in <laughs> yeah i'm not a big fan of him but i really just like how like i feel like they did a really good job portraying small town football and like the, the, the culture of the, the town culture and, of the town and the pressures that these boys that are put on these boys. Yeah. They're in high school, you know, and they're playing I mean, like they're going into the NFL yeah, next year. I mean, I, I had, I had a quote, I, I, um, copied and pasted on, on my document from the movie where it's three of the, three of the characters, uh, Brian Chavez, Don Billingsley and Mike Winchell. On the movie going, um, one of them saying, we've got to lighten up. We're 17. And Don Billingsley looks at him and goes, do you feel 17? Mm-hmm. And Mike Winchell just replies and goes, I don't feel 17. And it's like, that's how much pressure these kids were under. That they didn't even get to really feel like a teenager. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine that kind of pressure as and, a 17-year-old. what's crazy is Texas... Small town Texas football is like that. I know. And what's crazy is that these kids are fucking huge I know. that go into these sports. I know. That is it. That's a whole other thing. But they're just, it's nuts that they're literally like bred in small mm-hmm. town to do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I know. Friday Night Lights, one of my favorite parts of the movie, and I say it, and I used to say it all the time, was uh, when Booby Miles. When he tears his ACL or whatever, like oh, whatever you're from Midland. <laughs> he goes to the doctor and he's like, oh, you're from Midland. So, you still quote that all the time from this day. Or to this day, excuse me. One of... Uh, There's a heartbreaking quote from that character in the movie where um, when he finds out he can't play anymore, he's like crying on his uncle's shoulder and he's like, what am I going to do if I can't play football? I'm not good at nothing. Mm-hmm. I was like... Oh my god! Like you're 17, dude. Playing. It's so heartbreaking. You've got your whole life ahead of you. I know. Um, 
But going on with my list, we already mentioned League of Their Own. Really great story of um, it was during was it World War One or two? Mm, I had it. I know down. it was one of the World Wars. I think it was two. Okay, but when back then it was only men in yeah, that, it was that two. served. So, the women took over the baseball league. There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> so actually, I have a little quick fact about the. Um, a league of their own that I saw that it said uh, coaches attempted to use a slip and slide to teach the actresses how to slide like into bases. Um, <laughs> and it said the first three women got concussions. So then they had to try different training me- methods after that. <laughs> a concussion. Yeah. What are they sliding into a brick wall? I have no idea. That's just all it said, but <laughs> that's nuts. That's, I thought that was hilarious. I've never, I've never even attempted to slide into a base, so I don't know how hard it actually is. I was never that good at it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I always slid on the wrong leg. So if you didn't know this, fun fact for people that don't know, um, technically in baseball you're supposed to slide on your right leg because let's say you're stealing second base, you slide on your left leg, you're facing where the ball is coming from, you can get hit in the face. Oh. I never learned how to slide on my right leg, and it just never felt comfortable. So I just said, "Fuck it, yeah, I'll feel risk like that it." That wouldn't be comfortable either. So I always slid on my left leg. Even though I'm right-handed, you'd think it would be better to yeah, go right. Yeah, same. Can't do I don't it. know. Um, so real quick, this is off-topic for everyone. So sorry. Speaking of slip and slides, I've always <laughs> wanted to get four slip and slides and make them into like a baseball diamond to play kickball. <laughs> We had, How much fun would slip and slide kickball? That would be really ball? fun. But also speaking of slip and slides, um, so you've been to the where the, all the fraternities and sororities are at U of H, like that yeah, the middle courtyard. Yeah, when I was dating a frat boy at U of H for midnight, they built their own giant slip and slide that started up above it and went down the little hill of it mm-hmm. into like where the volleyball court was. And put like a water hose down it with like soap and stuff. And so that's what everyone was doing. Midnight was going down this giant slip and slide down the little hill. Sounds like a the lot of fun. The most fun I have had in God knows how long. And I was like 18 when this happened. Oh my God, it was so much fun. And I was drunk. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> sounds like a lot of fun, but I would probably hurt myself if I did it now. Oh, it was a blast. <laughs> but anyways, okay, back on topic. Um, yes, back on topic. What there, else you got? There are a few more. Um, I'm going to continue with the other two football movies that I said. Okay. Uh, this one, don't really know if it's a classic, but it's a little bit older, and I just think everyone should know it as a football movie, The Replacements. I've never seen it. So it's a really good, it's kind of kind of a comedy, kind of a, more more comedic, but there's Who's also come, Keanu Reeves is Okay, that's the one I was thinking yeah. of. Okay. Just making uh, sure that I was... Thinking the right one. Uh, but I believe that it was the original like NFL players went on strike. Mm-hmm. And we're not playing. So they created these teams of replacements to play the game. and So this is just the movie storyline, right? Like this didn't actually happen in real life? I'm pretty sure it's just a movie. Okay. <laughs> um, but it ends up like being like a good league. Like yeah. People actually end up liking it. Nice. So it's just, it's, like I said, there's a lot of comedy in it. It makes it funny. 
Um, another one is Little Giants. Okay. It's just a football movie of um, like little little pee like Pee Wee Pop Warner football. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what that means, or do you know Pee-wee. what that is? Okay, Pee-wee. like little kids. Yeah, I'm just making sure. Yeah. Um, but it's just they're in a league, and one of the main main characters and one of the better people on the team is a girl. Nice. So it, it's just a cool little film about it, um, and then. These last two, one of them is a classic. One of them isn't a classic, but I think everyone should watch it. Okay. It's a baseball movie called uh, Benchwarmers. Never even heard of it. No? No. Oh, my God. I don't remember his name. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm slipping right now. Hold on. You're such a fail, Troy. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's Rob Schneider. I Rob Schneider love his David's daughter, by the way, just FYI off topic, but his daughter is amazing. Don't know his daughter, but okay. she's a country singer. Didn't know that. Yeah. But it's L King. Okay. She's awesome. Look her up guys. She's an amazing singer. Can I get back? Okay. Sorry. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, the main characters are Rob Schneider, David Spade and John Hater. Heater. Hater. Hater. Hi, Hater. Hater. I think hater. I don't know. Something like that. One of them. Um, (laughs) But it's it's a complete comedy. It's really stupid. Um, And it's these three adults form a baseball team to compete with the meanest bullies in the Little League. (laughs) Okay. One of the trio becomes the hero of nerds everywhere until his fans learn that he was once a bully too. So for okay. some reason, these three men make a team where it's only three of them. A pitcher, a catcher, and then one in the outfield. Nice. And they they literally play against Little League kids. That's awesome. It's one of the stupidest movies, but it's so funny at the same time. Um, and lastly, I feel like I've been going on about these classics. Uh, Rocky. Okay. Not, not your traditional sports movie, but boxing is a sport. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just one I've of the seen classics. bits and pieces of it, but I've never seen the movie all the way through. No, it's a really good movie. Um, I haven't seen, and which is weird for me because I love, uh, Sylvester Stallone. Got a splint on her leg. <laughs> I'm playing with the wand. Sorry, <laughs> but it it that's also a really good movie. One of the classics. Mm-hmm. Have you, do you like like the sequels and everything to them? Um, or just the first one? I mean, I think with a lot of things, the first one's going to be better than most. Well, yeah. But What about like the okay. newer ones with Michael B. Jordan in them? Creed? Mm-hmm. Those are actually really good. Are they? I love Michael B. Jordan. Um, he actually played in the last two seasons of the Friday Night Lights TV show. It was really good. That. So that's where I learned of Michael B. Jordan. I love him. A lot of women love him. Oh, I, I think he's actually a good actor, though. Because <laughs> you know. when I started watching him on Friday Night Lights, he was a lot younger. He wasn't this really old, like older, good-looking, like really good-in-shape kind of guy. Like yeah. He looked like a teenager. <laughs> so I'm like, I, he was, I mean, he was in his 20s when he was playing the role, but he looked like a teenager. So I'm like, yeah. if I think he's attractive, I feel like a pedophile. <laughs> Freaking pedo. You know? <laughs> um, 
No, I, I haven't seen the newest Creed, but the first one was really good. Just how he connected the story of Rocky into like this new, like new age movie. And Stallone was in it, right? Or was he? Yeah, he was. He's Creed's the coach. The second one. He was in the first one. Yeah, he's the. Okay. He takes over like as his coach. I don't think he was in the second one. I think I read somewhere that he wasn't in the second one. I remember. I don't think I've seen the second or third one. But anyways, sorry. Um, but now I have a list of my favorites. If you want me to go through these. I bet my other two movies are on yet. Uh, okay. On your Do list. you want to list yours then? Well, I mean, you already mentioned one of them, but I think you mentioned it just kind of as a passing that, and it's going to be on your favorites list, mm-hmm. which is the Sandlot. Yes. Okay. I think every little boy that played <laughs> baseball growing up has watched Sandlot, and it will always be one of their favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean... And the funny thing is, is that there's not a lot of baseball in the baseball no. movie. They're getting a ball back from a dog. I know. But, I mean, how many times... I cannot tell you guys how many times I have heard my brother say, you're killing me, Smalls. Mm-hmm. The great Bambino? And Who's how- this Bambi guy? <laughs> In the forever. Yeah. <laughs> I did see that um, that pool scene when the guy kisses Wendy, Wendy Peppercorn. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the director had one clear instruction for that actor, for the the kid, to keep your tongue in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that was his one clear instruction. He said, "Go for it, but keep your tongue in your mouth." I mean, he's a lucky kid to get to do that back then. I thought that was hilarious you know? when I saw that. So, <laughs> and yeah. I, and I love that the carnival when they're all trying to be like these grown-up kids and they're mm-hmm. trying dip or chew mm-hmm. for the first time. Completely accurate. Is I, it? I've never. I, mean, I've I never, never tried. I never tried chew, but one time I tried dip. I swallowed. It. I didn't throw up, but I swallowed some of it, and it was horrible. No. I've never done either one. I mean, I was, was a smoker for a very disgusting. long time, but I had never done any of that. Disgusting. Yeah. So I could definitely see someone throwing up from <laughs> have like swallowing it. And, um, yeah, this one is going to be an obvious for you, Jenny, of why it's one of my favorites. I think it's the one of mine. Can you guess? A 10, a 10, <laughs> a fucking 10. Varsity blues. <laughs> I love that dog. I think it's a pig. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course he's boy. You see the sausage on that thing? <laughs> Guys, we could go on quoting this movie forever. Oh, I love it. Because um, it's kind of like, it has those serious moments where it does show, just like Friday Night Lights did, the small the culture of the small mm-hmm. town football. This one the shows. The pressures uh, that are put on the boys. I feel But vars- it also has all of that comedy that you need. Yeah. I feel Varsity Blues actually shows more of the parental pressure mm-hmm. than Friday Night Lights did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because of the two quarterbacks that are going back and forth with each other. Yeah. The great Mox, Jonathan Moxon. Is that my window? Um, I his- still think one of the greatest ones, though, is Twitter talking to the police officers. Congratulations <laughs> to you, too. Congratulations for what? For getting to wear such a cute Mount Me hats. Mount Me? Well, not right away after a few drinks. <laughs> uh, another one of my favorites, and this is probably going to be a sort of controversial quote. 
from Twitter. She broke my heart. Yeah, she broke my heart. <laughs> so I broke her jaw. You know one that mom, mom and I actually quote quote this movie to each other. What? And it's one specific part where um they, there's a police officer and a townie, a bar guy, talking oh, to each other. And they're like, it says, and they expose themselves. And the guy, go, the bar guy, goes, expose themselves. Expose themselves. Yes, they put their wainers on the glass at the Alana Club. <laughs> and the barman is like, wainers on the glass. Mom thinks that is the funniest thing. Mom will go, wainers on the glass. Um, this this movie also gives you an insight of small town kids being small town teenagers. Yes. parties and everything like that yes and one of another one of my favorite scenes is when they're at the party they're playing quarters and i don't even remember her name but she gets billy bob fucked up mm-hmm. playing quarters mm-hmm. and he runs into the and to get that man fucked up you gotta be yeah, really boy, getting him yeah, a lot of drinks that boy was big but he runs into the laundry room while lance and the cheerleader are trying Going to smash on the on the dryer which I don't even know if that vibrations would be enough to do anything yeah, on a dryer. I don't think it would. I think but, it was really more like the noise to drown them out. I don't know. <laughs> but he throws up with the washer. He's like, there's some hot dogs in there if you get hungry. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But for everyone listening, this is one of both, probably both of ours, one of our top favorite movies ever. Oh, yeah. And we quote it all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, Constant. There's a newer movie that came out recently, within the last couple of years. I think it was last year, um, but it's called Hustle, with Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. So from what I see, it's not a normal Adam Sandler like you would think of, or Adam Sandler movie. I mean, um, it's it doesn't have his like normal crew of actors that he normally works with or anything like that, um, and it's not going to be that normal like true comedy either. It's, of course, going to have comedic moments. Yeah. But it is about a uh, NBA player. So Adam Sandler plays a NBA basketball scout that is down on his luck. So he's basically has been doing good, doing good, hasn't been getting players in like he should be to his team, everything like that, right? Mm-hmm. Basically only has a few more chances left <laughs> before he gets let go. That's basically what happens. Okay. He finds... An extraordinary player abroad, and I think it's—I think they found him in Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, when he finds this guy, the this player is like hustling people, like it is at like neighborhood parks, like trying to make money to help his family or or something along the lines of that. Yeah. Well, Adam Sandler as a scout finds this guy, brings him over to like, like not necessarily try out, but like play with some of the guys and get a feel for it and everything mm-hmm. like that ends up being, in the movie, one of the better players in the league towards the end of it. It's it, it's cool to see a different side of Adam Sandler in this movie. Because, like I said, there yeah. are comedic moments, but yeah. it's not It's kind of his... like that one movie that Robin Williams played in where he was like a serial killer. It was like a super serious movie. It was weird. <laughs> because you're not used to Robin Williams doing like serious yeah. shit. So... <laughs> Um, definitely, and I'm not really a basketball guy either. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like it's definitely one of the more like go 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 type sports to watch. Like there's always action in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've just never really been into it that much. Yeah. But this movie's really good though. It really okay. is. Um Would you consider Jerry Maguire a sports movie? Because it's like about a sports agent. Technically. Because there's one on here that it's a baseball movie, but there's not a whole lot of baseball in it. Yeah. That I consider a sports movie. I mean, if we're going to consider like a sports agent movie, a sports movie, then I would put Jerry Maguire on my list too. Put it on there. I love that movie. Get a last second audible right here. (laughs) Do you get that reference? Yes. I love that movie. You know what an audible is? I watch sports movies, you dumb fuck. So watch your fucking language. But, <laughs> I'm and I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan, to be perfectly honest with you. I never really have been. I don't like watching since him like I always... his really young stuff, yeah. from like Top Gun, Cocktail, like that, and mm-hmm. I mean the first Top Gun, <laughs> um, Cocktail, like that. Those movies I was a fan of. Mm-hmm. As he's gotten older, I've not really been a big fan of his. I don't really like watching Tom Cruise because but I do like Jerry Maguire. I always see that his nose is like mis- or his teeth are misaligned with his nose and it freaks me out. His one of his tooth is like straight in the middle of his face face Faith. with his fucking withered. <laughs> um with his nose right in the line with his nose. Yeah, his and you can't top, ever unsee it once you notice yeah, it. His top jaw is like misaligned from yeah. where the middle of his face is. It's yeah. weird. Um Sorry, guys. Y'all are now going to yeah. notice that. Yeah, sorry. I, I have a really bad habit about pointing these things out. And Jelly gets pissed every time I do it. Because she's like, now I'm always going to see it. I know. I'm sorry. I always see it. So I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> uh, speaking of Adam Sandler from the last one, there's another one that I really love. That is definitely a more comedic movie of his. And it's Happy Gilmore. I thought you were going to say Waterboy. Oh, that's on here too. Ugh. That's like the one Adam Sandler movie I don't like. Why? I don't know. I just don't like it. Because it's not your cup of tea? Not yeah. your type of It's humor? not my type of comedy. I like it. I do like Happy Gilmore, though. Something's wrong with his medulla oblongata. <laughs> <laughs> um, going to what we mentioned earlier about a baseball movie that doesn't have a lot of true, like, baseball, like playing baseball in it mm-hmm. is Moneyball. That's what I thought you were talking about. I haven't actually seen it, but I've heard it's really good. It is. It's really good. It shows the how like how analytics can improve a sports team. So I don't I don't think it's like true true to events that happen, but it's based off of an idea of what happened with the with the A's. Yeah. Um but they were losing like one, like two of their like star players and their lineup was just going to go to shit now. Mm-hmm. So what they did was they switched things around and they ended up getting like quote unquote worse players. Just not like your top of the top. Yeah. But they would get two or three of them that would equal that one star. Right. And they got them for a whole lot less. Right. Because the, back then the A's did not have the salary cap that these other teams had. So they had to do something with what they were working with. Right. Um, so it, it was really cool to see like the back part of it mm-hmm. when it comes to those things. And how, and how involved a, uh, a GM would be with like the scouting and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. 
Again, I don't yeah. know if it's 100% true to real things and if that's really what a GM is going to do or if he's just going <laughs> to trust his scouts. Exactly. But it, it was cool to kind of see those things. Um, another comedy that may not be for some people, but a lot of people my age really like it, and it's Dodgeball mm-hmm. with Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm. You could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. <laughs> Chunks of ranch of the kids' head. <laughs> I do remember that. I, I don't know if I've ever seen the whole uh, thing whole, all the way through. Like a lot mm-hmm. of these movies, I've never seen them all the way like from start to finish. I've seen like bits and pieces. You're crazy. And I don't know how that even happens either. Um, and Ben Stiller in the movie. It's just funny how he plays like the. I can't ever see Ben Stiller <laughs> without thinking of Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> he plays like the egotistical like gym like super gym owner type thing Mm -hmm. it's it's really funny um i really hate mentioning this movie on here because you mom carl everyone makes fun of me (laughs) from when i was younger (laughs) i almost put it on my list but i was like i'm not gonna put this on my list because i don't want to make fun of troy on the recording but you brought it up so it didn't actually mean this because i'm not this stupid (laughs) But the movie is called The Blind Side. <laughs> Can you guys so, guess where we're going with this? <laughs> for context, when I was a little bit younger, when the movie came out, I mentioned something about the kid being blind and playing football. <laughs> no, he said, how does he play football if he's blind? <laughs> I'm not that stupid. I don't think it actually happened this way, but this is what y'all keep telling me. But at the time, I didn't fully know what it meant by blindside in the like football term. So that's why I was confused at first. <laughs> but it is a really good movie. It is a really good movie. It's, I, it's the first time I'd ever seen uh, Tim McGraw act. I thought he did a very good job. Yeah. Um, and I really liked Sandra Bullock playing that, that role. I thought she did a really good job at that role. Mm-hmm. Like that, like Southern mom kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two, two more of my faves that I can think of right now. Um, another Adam Sandler movie, The Longest Yard. Um, but this is the remake of The Longest Yard because there was one back in the day. Mm-hmm. But this one I'm talking about is a remake with Adam Sandler that came. Um, I want to say late two thousands, maybe mm-hmm. something like that. But, I don't know uh, what it is. It's they're in prison. It is. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I have it here. He, basically, they're in prison and they're they they make a football team, basically. Okay. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So the real like plot of it is Adam Sandler plays a disgraced pro football quarterback named Paul Crew, um, where he lands in jail and the manipulative uh, warden of the jail recruits Paul, yeah, Paul Crew, the quarterback, to be like an advisor for the prison's like all, all state, whatever football team. Do prisons actually have football teams? In this movie, apparently they do. I don't know. Um, but this turns... Into a lead role where Crew is a quarterback for the inmates to play against the prison guards in football games. Hmm. 
um, one of the one of the inmates that helps him was an ex NFL football coach that was also incarcerated, and he helps him recruit people from the prison, and they make like a really good like football team and play against the guards. Hmm. But it's a comedy, also interesting. Um, also, I know I want to know really if they funny. actually have football teams in prisons. I don't know. I mean, because I know they used to do like prison rodeos. Because, like, Huntsville used to have a prison rodeo. Really? Yeah. That was, like, part of the whole, like, plot to um, Urban Cowboy, the movie. Didn't know that. That's where Bud and Sissy went on their honeymoon was to Huntsville, and they went to the prison rodeo. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Um, Another funny thing is on, like, one of the main linebackers on defense for the prison team Mm -hmm. is... Uh, Steve Austin, the wrestler. Oh, nice. <laughs> this big old buff bald guy. Yeah. Going around He's just scary. hitting the shit out of people. He's scary looking. And then lastly I have on here is another baseball movie, of course. Um, is Rookie of the Year. Oh, I forgot about that one. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorites. I actually... Every, I haven't seen that in a really long time. I honestly think the last time I watched Rookie of the Year... Was on VHS at Grandma's house. <laughs> yeah, it was probably that long ago. Uh, she probably still has it. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> but um, the twelve-year-old Henry Rowan Gardner, <laughs> Rosenberger, <laughs> when the when the coach yells at him, he has an accident, ends up like breaking. Tearing ligaments in his arm, breaking his elbow, mm-hmm. doing something like that. I hated the sound and his arm would make. The yes, it's <laughs> creepy. Um, well, apparently back in the day, they would actually put cast on people like that. Yeah. Like in like a ninety degree cast. Yeah. But in the movie, this takes you know some Hollywood licensing on on what happened, you know, mm-hmm. but how the tendons would ever fuse together. Yeah. And that's what caused that that torque in his arm. But one of the best parts of the movie is when he's getting the cast taken off and it smacks the doctor in the face. He's like, funky, butt loving. And the kid in the back, the two kids in the back have the things in their nose. He's like, did he just say funky butt loving? I completely forgot about that. I think the two friends are like part of the funniest. They're like the funniest yeah. parts of it yeah their reactions the and everything so funny and oh, and God. also just the fact that the coach never gets his name right uh-uh it's just so funny that he calls him rosenbagger because there's an actual thing called a rosenbag do you know what that is no so do you ever see like a white bag of like almost looks like chalk that That's sits on I the back of the was. mound i thought it was just a bag of chalk <laughs> no it's rosin it's like a certain powder oh okay. that they use that's supposed to help like dry your hands yeah I just thought but it was a, a rosin, bag of chalk. It's a rosin bag. Okay. So the coach calls him rosin bag <laughs> instead of ruin gardener. <laughs> nice. So that was my list of favorites. There's probably more out there. Yeah. It's just that's that's all I really wanted to put on here. And again, we could just keep going on and on and on about our favorite movies mm-hmm. going through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did mention earlier that I did add some docuseries that are on that that I really like on here. Yeah. Um, there's one, and again, not, I'm not, I'm not a very big basketball guy, but this one we watched 
because of the story of who it, who who it was. And it's called The Last Dance. Oh, the Michael Jordan one? Yeah. The Michael Jordan one. I haven't watched it, but I've heard it's really it good. It's really good. I think it's like a five-part docuseries mm-hmm. or something like that. It's on Netflix, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but just telling the story of, uh, I think it was the 95 championship that he won. I really hope that I'm right because I really don't want to seem like that much of an idiot. <laughs> because I don't know about it. I mean, um, I'm not a basketball person. 97. Damn it. <laughs> that was close. <laughs> so close. Who won 95? Let's just find out. Oh, since it you was said it. it was the Rockets, wasn't it? Because don't I, I have think that, that I think the shirt Rockets from Dad? Ninety five. It was ninety four, ninety five. Yeah, because I have that Rocket shirt. That maybe Dad that's had. why you were thinking ninety five because you have a shirt that says the championship. Pro- probably was. Um, <laughs> but it just follows the film crew follows the Chicago Bulls through, um, through the end of the. It says, from their sixth NBA title in eight seasons. So it follows the story of that. It's a 10-part docuseries. I was wrong. But it yeah. talks about the 97-98 season mm-hmm. of when they when they won. It's it's a really good docuseries. Okay. Um, another one that is ongoing right now. And there, actually, there's two of these are ongoing. Um, one of them is Formula One. Mm-hmm. Again, not your traditional sports thing, but it's about F1 racing. Right. Really cool. It also makes me feel really bad because of how much money these people make. But <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking nuts. Um, but it's just really cool to to see a different world. Yeah. Because growing up, our family, it was football, baseball, sometimes rockets. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much all it was. Yeah. Um, so just seeing the racing world and honestly just seeing how these drivers actually do this it's freaking nuts because in the docuseries they have gopros like right above like the cockpit of, of <laughs> it looks like a cockpit no i know what you mean though. they have a gopro right above it so you see like almost their point of view yeah and sometimes they have a gopro like on the helmet so you see like what they're doing on the steering wheel and yeah their steering wheels have like buttons on it that they're oh, pushing. Seen like pictures, like they've got like it's covered in buttons. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, and I don't see how these drivers do this because they're going two hundred miles an hour. Yeah. If you friggin' get a twitch in your elbow, you're fucked. Like, how <laughs> do you drive for three hours straight or yeah. whatever it is? Probably not three hours. That's NASCAR. No, I know what um, you mean though. But it, it's really cool and. To see the kind of politics that go in behind it also between the different organizations. Because the the top one in the world right now is Mercedes. Mm-hmm. They've got all the money to get all the best stuff. Right. To pay the best drivers. Right. Like I think their driver has the most like championships out of everyone in probably I don't think in history. But one of the highest championship winnings ever. Mm-hmm. Because they have the money to pay for him. Well, yeah. I mean, money's and always going to get you everything. And he makes want. like $38 million a year. Good Lord. As a driver. Can I have some? Does he need a wife? It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Um, this other one that I think is still ongoing also is called Full Swing. Never and heard it's, of it. And it's actually about pro golfing. Oh, okay. 
That's like the most boring sport ever to me. You know what's funny? Is recently me and some of my friends have started playing uh, the new PGA video game. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and it's actually pretty fun. But it makes it's making me want to try to play golf now. Nope. The only thing is that golf is expensive and you have to buy a set of clubs. So I don't know what I'm doing yet. Uh, we'll figure that out in the near future. I'll let you guys know if I play. But I'm good. Thanks. Um, but this one, again, just seeing behind the scenes of pro golfers. Yeah. Um, and then the last one is called Untold. Mm-hmm. So this one goes and talks about more controversial things that have happened in sports worlds. Okay. Like one of them was about Manti Teo. Do you know who that is? Yes. I've seen a documentary. The issue on with him. his the, like the fake, fake girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. I watched like a whole documentary on that. That was probably untold. And there was another one about a um a ref in the NBA that was rigging games and betting on these games. Nice. And like getting and telling other people what to bet on these games. Nice. And obviously he got caught. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a really Really good series just because it is some of the untold stuff yeah. that you don't get to see or get to hear about and things yeah. like that. There's one that I, I didn't actually watch all of it. I only watched a couple episodes. Um, and I, I actually do want to go back and finish it, but um, it was Cheer. Me and Jelly watched the first season of Cheer. And it's the same kind. It's not your typical sports Mm-hmm. And I was a cheerleader in high school. When you and it's very very controversial for people to be like cheerleading's not a sport. And I'm the kind of person that I was a cheerleader, but I'm like when you're talking about cheerleading in high school, where you're just going and cheering at football games and you know volleyball games and that kind of stuff, that I don't consider a sport. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking about year round competing competitive cheerleading, that I would consider a sport. It, I feel like you it's, know. There's very fine lines because there's, there's, con- there's conversations that go on about and like debates about cheer being a sport mm-hmm. and it is 100% without a doubt. It is a competition mm-hmm. 100% without a doubt with it being considered a true sport is like a finer line because there's no set of like standardized point system. Yes, there is. It's judges that it's their opinion on how they did in this one section of a, of a judging card. But they're card. going by. I know, but it's their, the opi- it's their opinion on it. One judge can think that they did this backflip better than the other judge thinks they did. Okay. I see. What so you're where saying. in basketball, there is two points. There's a three pointer. There's a free throw. I see what you're there's saying. There's a set of fouls. But then you also look at it as there's figure skating in the Olympics. Yeah. And Olympics are about sports. Mm-hmm. So it's it's weird because I feel like a, in I feel like a, figure skating would be the same kind of thing as cheerleading. Yeah. It is a very highly skilled, very competitive scene. It is a very big competition. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have standardized scoring against a against an opponent. Right. 
So, like I said, I'm not saying it is or isn't a sport. No, I I'm completely not get... understand what you're saying. And I actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I it makes sense what you're saying. Like yeah. It truly does. I don't like to get into I just, the debate on it. Because I've been <laughs> in that world. Like, I never was, like, a competitive cheerleader. But we did do competitions in high school. Mm-hmm. So, we did the long the long practices, the late night practices. You know, the, you know the, yeah. I had the bruises on my bodies. On mm-hmm. my body, <laughs> you know, I had trouble breathing my junior year because I was a back spot and my flyer, when we would do the cradle to catch her out of the, uh, out of the, the stunt stunt. Thank you. My mind went blank out of the stunt. She would throw her head back. So when I would catch her, her ponytail would slam into my chest, mm-hmm. her bun, excuse me, her bun would slam into my chest. So I had trouble breathing my junior year because of cheerleading. Yeah. You know, so it's just as hard and rough on someone as mm-hmm. football or baseball or, you know, whatever is. But but what you are saying does completely yeah. make sense. Like I said, I'm not I'm not trying to take anything away from competitive cheerleaders. Right. Because they are badasses at what they do. Yeah. You would not catch me anywhere near trying to go <laughs> fucking twenty feet up in the air <laughs> and have someone catch me. Um, but watching cheer, like I'm sorry, this is a spoiler. One girl breaks her arm because she fell on a stunt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. football players break their arms all the time, getting mm-hmm. tackled. So I'm mm-hmm. not taking anything away from competitive cheerleaders. Yeah, it yeah. is a highly skilled, very competitive competition. It's just where does it lie in the ground of an actual sport? Yeah. But then again, like I said, in the Olympics, then you have things like figure skating and gymnastics and exactly. things like that that also rely judges. on basically a judge's opinion yeah. on how well they do exactly. the the skill. Exactly. So yeah, I completely now I'm kind of my opinion is kind of changing now that you say it that way. It does make a little more sense. Mm-hmm. So sorry to go off on a tangent, guys. No, I, I think that's <laughs> I actually thought that was really funny. Yeah, no, it, it it totally makes sense. And I actually heard that from another podcast. Um, I can't remember the name, but they're on TikTok and YouTube all the time. Mm-hmm. But that was one of their like. Big, is it like, the one that arguments. you and I send videos of each, to back and forth for, to each other on TikTok? I don't know. It's two two friends that are ex like um, collegiate base, uh, basketball players. Oh no, never mind. I was thinking about the one with oh. the guys with the beards, and then it's like the no, not that one. Butterflies or ninjas or ninjas or butterflies, whatever it's called. What? They're hilarious. The one that you and I send the. TikTok's back and forth on. No idea what that is. But oh, okay. you'll know exactly what I'm talking about as soon as I show it to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, but he he brought that up, and they had like a actual like full on debate in their podcast about it. Yeah, but in I'd never really thought about it that way, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it it makes sense. Here it is. How the hell do you say the name? You Should Know Podcast. That's what it's called. Okay. And it's two best friends that were collegiate basketball players together. And they just have a random topics they talk about all day. But one of them, they brought someone on and they were talking about cheerleading being an actual sport. Okay. Not. So it was really cool. Interesting. Um, while we were talking about that, I brought up the list of episodes for Untold. Apparently, it's only five episodes. Didn't know that. Um, but it's one and two are part one and two of the girlfriend who didn't exist, which is talking about Manti Teo. Yeah. 
who was getting catfished. Yeah. Um, the next one, which is actually really cool and I really enjoyed, was The Rise and Fall of And One. Do you remember hearing about And One Basketball? Not so, really. And One Basketball was... Well, it started out with as like a, a shoe company. That's what I was thinking. Wasn't yeah. it like a shoe? Yeah, like Shaq, Shaq was sponsored by them at one point, things yeah. like that. Um, but it started as a shoe company, but they weren't getting traction with anything because they were going against this mega company, Nike. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they did was they created their own basketball league, but they did it to a specific like audience, which was going to be that neighborhood like neighborhood balling, like trick shotting, like things like that. Mm-hmm. And they created their own league. It was the and one league. And they found these quote unquote, like and one professionals that were out there, which were the best of the best at these like trick shots and like showboating and everything like that. Yeah. Um, so it was just really cool to see. And just some of the things, these, these things that these guys would do was nuts. Just mm-hmm. the, the tricks that they would do and everything. Um, and one guy is you wouldn't expect to see out there. And they called him the professor. So every, sorry, I mentioned this. Every player had a nickname. Okay. Which was about like what they did. Um, but this guy was named the professor because he was always teaching, like, quote unquote, teaching on the court. Yeah. Like how he did these tricks. And he was like schooling people and things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but he was a five nine white guy. Oh, nice! <laughs> like blonde, buzzed head white guy. Nice out on the court. So it was it was just a really cool episode to watch. Um, the other one is Operation Flagrant Foul, which is what I talked about with the NBA ref that was rigging games. And this other one is um, I didn't see this one, but it was the Race of the Century. So it's a chronicle of the 83 Americans Cup telling the tale of a group of Australians who band together to dethrone the New York Yacht Club and break the longest running winning streak in history of the most prestigious sailing competition in the world. Hmm. So I remember hearing about it and I think they did something to like somehow like cheat or get an advantage or something like that. Yeah. But it was in like sailing, like collegiate sailing. Hmm. Interesting. So that it, it, that was a really good docu series, also. Yeah. Um, I said I added a couple of anime because I am an anime nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mentioned one of them actually on our anime podcast, but I said I wasn't going to make you watch it because it didn't get good until later in season one. So I wasn't going to make you watch like five to slow episodes. Yeah. But it's called Haiku. Okay. Haiku, haiku, something like that. I don't, can't pronounce Japanese that well. But it's a volleyball movie. It is a volleyball. men's volleyball movie. Or anime. Okay. And over in... Anytime I think men's volleyball, I just think the scene in Top Gun. It wasn't sand volleyball. It was indoor, like, competitive <laughs> men's volleyball. But, so I think in Japan, they didn't necessarily have, like, actual high school sports teams like we do here. They had clubs, mm-hmm. and the clubs would have competitions. Well, apparently, in wherever they're at in Japan, men's indoor volleyball was like the shit. Interesting. 
But the the story in the main character is this kid who he's a freshman in high school, always been wanting to play volleyball. Um, in middle school, he was the only one that really wanted to play it. He got some friends together just to make a team, to have a club. They went in, they sucked at all these competitions because no one really wanted to play except him. But he ends up coming out and he's in men's volleyball. You think six foot is small, right? Because they have to be big enough to jump block Mm -hmm. spike, all that. This kid's like five, seven, Mm -hmm. like tiny in volleyball world, but he can jump and get as high as someone who is like six, eight. Wow. And again, it's an anime. So he's got like some sort of like power in them or something, but still impressive. (laughs) <laughs> but it's just it's just really cool to and it shows I think the reason why I like it so much is you would think that it's not it wouldn't be that interesting because it's about a sport and it's an anime. Anime you think of fighting and like yeah. and uh, wars and things like that. But just show like how they do the animation and they like break things down. Um like whenever you think of volleyball, there's a setter who sets the ball up mm-hmm. for someone to spike. Mm-hmm. Well the setter He's sitting there watching the ball come down and they put it in slow-mo and he's thinking out his thoughts mm-hmm. of like where it should go, whatever, blah, blah, whatever. So he does a thing called a quick where instead of setting the ball up, he throws the ball directly to where someone's hand's going to be. Yeah. So, but think of an anime where they make it like whoosh and do whatever. Yeah. And it's just really, it was just really cool to see. It was just, <laughs> I really liked it. Um, and this other one is actually a very popular anime now. That's newer and it's called blue lock and it is an anime that they are trying to find the, the next, the world's next number one striker in soccer. So striker is a forward in the Mm -hmm. front, but they're making it like an elimination competition where these high school kids get invited. But the thing is, is that, Whenever they go into this competition where they're locked up for months at a time in this like facility is if they get kicked out or eliminated in blue lock, there's some something agreement like with the government that they will never be able to play soccer in Japan again. Yeah. Like finishing out high school in a like a university, like for the Japanese like soccer team, because they're trying to find the number one best striker in mm-hmm. the world. But again, it's anime, so you see the slowdowns and yeah. the the animations and yeah. everything else. So it was, just, it was just really cool. Yeah. Again, I'm an anime nerd, so sorry. Okay. But if you don't want to watch the normal, you know, ninja anime, right? <laughs> there's a couple of sports yeah. ones that are cool. <laughs> well, I had one TV show on my list, and I mentioned it earlier because it was the same as one of the movies we had, which was Friday Night Lights. I know you'd never, you said you'd never seen it, right? Like you've never seen any of it? No, I never was in, I never got interested in watching it. Maybe I will after this because okay. I do need a new show to watch. I, I mean, personally, I highly recommend it to anyone. I think it's an amazing show. Um, just kind of a like quick background. Like it, it's equal parts football, coming of age stories and small town politics, basically. Um, Speaking of politics, politics suck in sports. Yeah, I know. And it really goes into it in the show. Sorry, real quick. Just because growing up in... I don't know if we've mentioned this on the podcast yet for anyone or not, but anyone that doesn't really know us, 
our father passed away when we were young. Um, but in high school, I didn't, I feel like I didn't get as much opportunity sometimes. Yeah. Because I didn't have a dad on the fence watching us practice, talking mm-hmm. to the coaches like mm-hmm. some of these other guys did. And mom couldn't have done it. Even if she, even if they would have allowed her to be there, they wouldn't have listened to her. Yeah. You know? So, so politics, people might not think it like, oh, it's just high school. Like it's just sports. No, like it actually does make a difference. Yeah, it really does. And, so. the, but like this show really goes into that side of it as well. Like it really delves into all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it basically centers around the fictional town of Dillon, Texas, that lives and dies by its high school football team. It's not Odessa and Midland? No. Oh, you from Midland? They they made up a, t- a town called Dillon. It's supposed to be close to Austin, because um, they filmed in Austin, mainly. Is it some of those weirdos in um, Austin, too? No. <laughs> and it's the team is coached by Coach Eric Taylor, a quote-unquote molder of men. That's what they call him. And it also stars his wife, Tammy, their daughter, Julie, and other members of the team, including Tim Riggins, my favorite, uh, Jason Street, and Matt Saracen, plus other members, you know, other residents of Dillon. When when I was looking stuff up for the movie Friday Night Lights, mm-hmm. it's, I saw something about Tim Riggins for that. That's the same guy that played in the movie Battleship, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Taylor I, Kitsch. Okay, I thought it looked like him. Yeah. He's like the bad boy. So, like... Didn't he so, okay, have a beard as if you If you want to compare the characters in the TV show to the movie, the character Don Billingsley in the movie... The fullback? The, the guy that has the drunk dad, Tim McGraw, mm-hmm. that plays his dad. That is basically the same as Tim as Tim Regan's character in this show. Like, that's the the counterpart to it. You know what I mean? Like, he's okay. like the bad... The quote-unquote bad boy. Mm-hmm. So... And they both have long hair. Yeah. He's, my, Tim Regan is really hot. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but like the, you know, in the movie, it's Booby Miles that gets hurt. I don't remember what his position is. Um, running back. Right, that's what I wanted to say, but I didn't want to be wrong. <laughs> so it's the running back that gets hurt in the movie. And it's like the backup that becomes like the star player. In the TV show, it's the quarterback that gets hurt. Um, in the very first pilot episode, he gets hurt. Because there was nobody else on the field to block one of the other players on the other team. And so he goes in to tackle him. He'd never really been taught how to tackle because he's a star quarterback. So he tackles him wrong, damages his spine, and ends up a fucking paraplegic. (laughs) So second string quarterback Matt Saracen ends up coming up and his shitty quarterback to begin with. (laughs) And ends up becoming really good. And ends up like a star quarterback. And they win state and, you know, all that. Um, but it's it's kind of like the show about, like, the whole community of it, of Dylan, you know, and not just football. You know, it, and that's what I loved about the show is because it it deals with real life issues. You know, mm-hmm. it, it shows, like, okay, granted, yes, there are a few storylines in it that were a little far-fetched. That teenage kids, you know, high school kids are not going to be going through or would not happen to high school kids. Or if it did happen, it wouldn't play out the way the show did. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But for the most part, it dealt with things that the average teen and the average family goes through every day. You know, common themes like peer pressure, sex, teen drinking, parent and teen fighting, you know, things like that. Um, Marriage stress on the parents, you know common themes in families and teens. And that's what I really liked about the show. 
was that you can connect. There's always something on the show that some that the audience is going to connect to. Yeah, it's some. It's it not just football. It is somewhat like real life. In a way. Yeah, and it's so funny because when I first watched it, my daughter was very young. You know, like five probably. When did? Oh, this came out in 06. Yeah, I mean it's old. Yeah, that's old. But and my daughter was born in 07, but I hadn't I didn't watch it till she was a couple years older. But um I just rewatched it for like the probably like the 10th time. I've I've watched this show a million Nerd. times, I know. But <laughs> I just watched it a couple months back and the daughter of the coach and his wife is a sophomore, I want to say, when the show begins. She's like 15. My daughter is 15. (laughs) So it was so funny to watch it now when my daughter is the same age as the daughter on the show. Because it's like the arguments that the mom, Tammy, and the daughter, Julie, are having on this show. I'm like, I've literally had this argument with my child. (laughs) Like, I've almost said these exact words to my child that Tammy is saying to her daughter on the show. Mm -hmm. So... It was really weird to me to be able to connect to it in that way because the first time I had watched it was when I was in my early 20s, just barely out of my my teenage years, you know? So I was more connecting to the teenagers still on the show, you know? Come on, mom. Just let them do it. (laughs) So now I'm watching it in my mid-30s and I'm connecting to the parents. (laughs) (laughs) So it was just really weird, but... I mean, it's just, I don't know. To me, it's just a, an amazing show. Um, I mean, if you like shows like that, you know. I'll probably give it a try. Like I said, I'm looking for something new right now. So I don't remember what, what service it's on, what streaming service. I think service. it's on Netflix. I think it might be on Netflix. I know for a while it was only on like Hulu, but it, I think it's now on Netflix too. Mm-hmm. But it's really, really good for anybody that wants to watch any, yeah. a good show. I'll definitely look into it. So I, I have, so I played around earlier that I was, uh, getting older and 30 is starting to get older, but not old. (laughs) Um, but I find myself not really caring for movies that much anymore. Yeah. Like I like series a lot more now. So I don't know if it's just an age thing or if I'm just my kind of like my taste buds are changing type thing. Pretty much. I mean, I'm kind of the same way. Um, but I'm the kind, and, and actually guys, we're going to do an entire episode on this as well. One day we're going to do an entire episode on like the TV shows or the movies or the books or, you know, music or whatever it is that we always go back to Why things we return to. have to have spoilers, Jen? So, because I didn't want to like go deep, <laughs> too deep into it because I want everybody to know that we're going to do an episode on it. Um, but I'm that kind of person that I have a hard time starting a new show. Yeah. Because I love going back and rewatching. I'm the same. The things that I've already watched a million times. <laughs> I'm the same. <laughs> so, I probably mentioned it on the anime episode, but that anime Sword Art Online, I've already seen it like five times. Yeah. I mean, people will tell me like, oh, you need to watch this show. And I'm like, I, I, I try. <laughs> I get like four episodes in and I'm like, I'd rather go rewatch yeah. Vampire Diaries now. Or, you know, like that's just yeah. an example. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how I am right now. I tried. I just started a new show called The Orville on Disney. Mm-hmm. It's like a parody of Star Trek, basically, mm-hmm. with um, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. 
All right, guys. So now it is time for our random facts of the day. Ba-da-ba. And it is Troy's turn tonight. So I don't know what noise that was, but I don't know. I kind of liked it. <laughs> <laughs> just so, cl- just clip that and put it at the end there or something of every episode or something. <laughs> I do actually. I do kind of want to get your wife on on recording going bye. <laughs> Yeah, like she funny. does, mm-hmm. just so I can have it at the end of every episode. <laughs> that would be funny. So, um, all right, what you got for us, Troy? Okay, so I know normally with these random facts of the day, it's more like trying to be actually like factual on something. I mean, it can be really whatever you want, but whoever's these are turn be, it is. These are going to be more like just like little fun facts and snippets yeah. for a few things. Um, one of them, I've always wondered... How they actually got, like, scenes in football movies. Yeah. Of, like, playing football. Yeah. Because you, you can't necessarily just put a GoPro on there. I mean, no. you could. Yeah, you know, of right? course. So I looked it up. And I don't know if this is 100% accurate. But this is the, the answer that I found. How are football movie scenes filmed? One of them is, for distance shots, so, like, further away, they'll frequently use doubles... Or stock footage, so meaning just actual footage from a mm-hmm. football game that happened, mm-hmm. or they'll use just doubles that are out there. Um, it says that normally, if a if a team sport like football is being depicted, typically they would use real world football clubs. I don't know why they say clubs. I'm assuming they're thinking <laughs> maybe soccer club or something. I don't know. Um, but they'll use them as a crew. Of doubles, and it said, and especially so that did that didn't mean uh, soccer, football, because now it says, and if it's American football, um, <laughs> the <laughs> the resembl- resemblances don't have to be so good because of the helmet and the masks. Okay. So it didn't fully answer my question, but it gave you an idea so- of more of like a. If the scene is from a distance or not. So I was actually, I was looking this up because I wanted to tell you, because I saw this when I was looking up um, something for Friday Night Lights. Um, That said, and this was for the TV show. It says the uniforms and some football footage were taken mixed with the taped footage to create the game action from the Pflugerville Panthers from Pflugerville, Texas. Mm hmm. With one real-life Pflugerville player claiming the show to be a huge distraction when he was interviewed during the first season. Hmm. I don't know. Um, but they actually used... Um, they actually like based the uniforms for the TV show off of what the Pflugerville team... To use that film. Yeah, so it? they could use some of their film. That's crazy. And I think the movie did the same thing. I think... I want to say the movie did... Um, I want to say the movie had like film of some other team playing that they used for like the actual scenes. Not for Millen. Of like a real team. But not for Millen. <laughs> no, not for Millen. Um, <laughs> but so I, I just have some on some of the sports movies we talked about. Oh, here it is. Yeah, it says... For the movie, it says live action game sequences from the 2003 Permian High School football season are interspersed throughout the film. The director matched the uniforms and on-field jersey numbers for acted sequences so that the live clips would blend. So, 
That's crazy. It's yeah. crazy how good they were too, apparently. Um, but this one is about the blind side. Don't make fun of me. I not play football if he's blind. Um, fuck you. Um, Ravens left tackle Michael Orr wasn't entirely thrilled by the quote-unquote Forrest Gump-like depiction of himself in the movie The Blind Side. Um, it's, he said that, it says that the film portrayed him as quiet and unskilled at his position, as if he never played the game before. But he was an experienced player when he enrolled at a private high school at, that he attended. By, or when he applied at the private school attended by the other children. Mm-hmm. So when he went to private school with his, with his siblings, mm-hmm. in the movie it depicts him as not really knowing how to play the game. Yeah. But apparently he knew exactly how to play the game. Yeah. And the movie just made him look like an idiot. Mm. <laughs> it's kind of unfortunate. Um, I put I threw this one in here just because there's a new movie coming out called White Man Can't Jump. So it's a remake of the original. I was about to say, there's already a movie like that, Troy. It, I know. It's a, it's a remake. <laughs> Before you said remake. <laughs> it's a remake. But this one is about the actual original. It says, in White Men Can't Jump, stars Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson got so good at basketball that according to their instructors, they were good enough to start for an NCAA Division Three team. Hmm. So just from getting ready to film a game, a movie... They got so good at their game, they could compete at an NCAA level. Wow. Very good. <laughs> it's a lot of practice. Uh, you know that, that TV show, One Tree Hill? Mm-hmm. I, I'm a huge fan of that show. I didn't put it on my list because I don't really feel like it's a sports TV show, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a teen drama that basketball is kind of sprinkled has, in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's not... like Friday Night Lights has more of football in it, mm-hmm. you know? But one of the main characters, Nathan Scott... Um, the guy that plays him, I actually heard on an interview one time that he, when he was auditioning, it ended up being coming down to him and one other guy. And the only reason he got the role was because the final audition, the casting director had him and the other guy come to his house and play a game of basketball in the driveway. And he won the game. So they played one-on-one to, yes. to get the role. Yes. And he, because he was better at basketball than the other guy he, that was up for the role. That's how he got the role. I mean, it's part of, it was part of the show. So, I mean, you got to be able <laughs> to shoot. Isn't that funny, though? I thought that was so cool. That is funny. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, going to one of our favorite movies, Jen. And one of uh, the best scenes if you were a teenage boy. The social ladder climbing cheerleader, Darcy Sears whipped cream bikini is permanently etched in the mind of pretty much everyone who has ever seen varsity blues yeah but the bikini isn't nearly as tasty as it looks it turns out whipped cream doesn't hold its shape very well (laughs) which which is why shaving cream was used for the shaving cream yeah the trial and error process must have been riveting oh i know right (laughs) (laughs) oh that's funny I never would have thought about that. But now thinking about it, whipped cream actually does like start to melt. Yeah. And if you don't make it right, it like unfolds itself basically. <laughs> I don't know how else to really say it. Because when you're, making, when you're making whipped cream, you have to like fold it like so it doesn't break. You know what I think of when you say you have to fold it? <laughs> the scene in Shit's Creek where it's like fold in the cheese. 
Well, how do you fold it in, Mom? I don't know, David. It just says fold it in. <laughs> if you say fold in the cheese one more time. <laughs> That's funny. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I love that show. Uh, <laughs> so I have, one, I have a couple for Rocky. Um, apparently, Rocky was the first sports film to win an Oscar for Best Picture. That's awesome. Um, at one point, singer-actress Cher was considered for the role of Adrian, but the part eventually went to Talia Shire. Mm-hmm. That would have been hilarious to see Cher. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Every time I think of her, I'm just like, oh, like the way she sings. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> she just has that weird voice. I know. But it works. I don't know. It's weird. Um, Butkus the dog was actually Silver Stallone's real dog. <laughs> Didn't he have to like sell him? I think okay, so I swear to you, I've read somewhere that like he was so poor that he like sold his dog for money just to like get by, and then he ended up making like selling Rocky, like the movie after they filmed it, like he sold it for you know, to a company to be put in theaters or whatever, and made a shit ton of money off of it and went back and bought his dog back from whoever he sold it to. Never knew that. <laughs> yeah, I swear, <laughs> I think that's what I've read. Didn't know that. Uh, Moneyball. So if you didn't know, Chris Pratt's in Moneyball. I didn't know Chris Pratt was in it. isn't one of his normal movies. He's either in like an action or a comedy. Yeah. But he he's auditioning for, um, I think, like one of the new first basemen that they pick up within like the whole money scenario thing that they're doing. Auditioning or trying out? Well, he was auditioning for that role. Oh. Like Chris Pratt, not the act, not... Him as the actor, it's actual Chris Pratt, was auditioning for the role for the movie. Okay. Um, but he is initially told that he was too fat, so he had to lose weight. Wow. <laughs> Just so you know, Chris Pratt used to be big. I thought you meant like his character was trying out for the... No. the, the well, he did try out in the spot movie. Spot on the but, team. So um, that's what I thought you meant, though. That's why I was like, auditioning. <laughs> <laughs> All So in, in the movie, there's... I want to say like eight scouts or something like that mm-hmm. in the movie. All but one of the scouts were actually played by real major league baseball scouts. Mm-hmm. So you actually get real like reactions and like mm-hmm. Intel from them. So that was really cool. And Moneyball was the first baseball movie to be nominated for the best picture Academy award, uh, since field of dreams, 22 years later. Nice. So that's really cool. Did you like field of dreams? Hmm. I just felt like it was really slow when yeah, I tried watching it. Yeah, it's kind of one it. of those, eh, for me. Yeah. Like, I know which, I know there's people that absolutely love it. And which, me being a baseball player, people are probably going to, like, want to hit me for not wa- watching oh. the movie. But um, last little one I had, like I said, I didn't have a lot on this on today. But uh, Dodgeball. Mm-hmm. So, remember I mentioned Ben Stiller was, like, that egotistical, like, yeah. like yeah. fit guy or whatever. Well... <laughs> Apparently, in the filming of one scene, uh, he broke three cameras. Nice. <laughs> so, apparently, he learned to throw a ball hard enough that he broke three cameras in nice. one scene. <laughs> and according to many cast members, the hardest part of filming dodgeball scenes was not flinching when they knew they were going to get hit with the ball. See, I would have just done it to where like you don't know that you're going to get hit. So, that it, it's like the reaction is... Yeah, but you genuine. have to, but you have to know like your lines whenever something happens, and 
guess. It's not just a game of dodgeball. It's a movie. I thing. know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but those were my random facts of the day. So keyword on the random part. But <laughs> 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 oh, I, right. I forgot one. I'm so sorry. I forgot one. Uh, we kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier. What? When you were talking about a league of their own. Uh-huh. You mentioned how they got concussions on slip and slides. Yeah. Well, apparently in the movie, uh, you can see when the after the girls are sliding through home ba- home plate or whatever it was, that in the movie they were wearing like skirts and like sliding shorts underneath. Mm-hmm. Well, she had a giant ass. Like, oh my god! It strawberry so on her re- on her leg. That was real. Mm. Um, they actually slid in the movie. And didn't have, like, stunt doubles or, like, makeup on or anything. That was a real, like, raspberry on her leg. Mm. And let me tell you, those things hurt. I got it a few times in baseball through pants. But then also, after high school, when I started playing slow pitch softball, as a dumb young kid, I thought I was good at the game. So I would slide sometimes. And it hurts like hell. And it burns. Yeah, I bet. I actually saw a couple of facts about that movie online when I was looking at some stuff about it and um it said like part of the audition process was trying out for softball like they had to go and play softball because they wanted the the actors to actually play like they didn't want stunt doubles or anything wasn't like that Ro- isn't rosie o'donnell in the movie yeah she's a catcher wasn't she no no she was like outfield or something um the dotty was the catcher yeah yeah, yeah. and actually that that's the only time that she ever had a stunt double um, for catching was that split catch that she does. Like when she goes down into the splits and catches it behind her back. I don't and remember that part. The only reason that they did a double for that was because she could do the splits, but she couldn't slide down into the splits and catch it. Like she could get down on the ground and then go into the splits. But not in one motion. <laughs> yeah. So, but all the other, like everything else was the actual actors playing the sport throughout the entire movie. So I thought that was really, really cool. Hmm. That was really cool. I like when the actors do more of their own shit and not always a stunt double. Yeah. It just makes it more genuine. That and when people improv stuff. Yeah. And actually the, the TV show Friday Night Lights, they, the director purposely did it to where they basically had like they have a script and so they know like what their lines are but it's not like on a movie set or anything where like you have a specific mark on the floor that you have to stand on and then Mm -hmm. you have a mark on the other side of the room that you walk to you know like they basically were like they had three cameras at all times for every scene rolling and they were just like okay go that's cool and let them like all their actions and everything is all like basically improv Cause like a lot of times, like when you're filming a scene, you do it like if you're ha- you're having a conversation, like me and you looking at each other right now. There would be a camera behind me filming you, and then we would redo the scene with the camera behind you filming me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the director didn't want to do that because it, he was like, it's not going to be such so authentic. Yeah. So that's why they would have three cameras around the room. At all times, just filming, and they would just let them go. That's just so cool. it would be more genuine, more authentic, you know. Yeah. So I liked that. I thought yeah. it was really cool. This and the actors said that they they loved it. It made it 
so much more freeing yeah. to them. Yeah, I feel like it would be. Um, this one isn't a sports movie, but talking about improv and stuff. <laughs> I think for, um, what's it called? Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. I don't think they had actual scripts. I think they had like an outline yeah. <laughs> of what it was. And yeah. the director was just like, here's the movie. <laughs> this is what we're doing. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So, sorry that wasn't sports, but I thought it That's was That's cool. all right. So, all right, guys. Well, I guess that about wraps it up for our best movies, sports movies and TV shows. Yeah. Excuse me. Can't talk. Again, remember, don't don't judge us. Okay, this is our top movies. If you have your own, then let us know. Yeah, tell us what you like, guys. Um, But, so, just as an FYI, you guys, um, we are going to start doing every other week episodes now, um, just because of real life schedules. We've got to kind of go a little bit, you know... Differently now. Yeah. We got to dial back just just um, a little bit, but, but we're, we're still going to be here for yeah, you. Yeah, we're still here. Um, but we might do, I might do like an occasional episode every once in a while with a guest, um, just me and them just to pop in, um, do something new, uh, fun. Uh, so that's actually going to be next week. Uh, Troy has to take next week off for some work stuff. So next week, what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually have an episode with our cousin, Freddie, who y'all heard on our JFK episode. And we are going to be doing a topic that Freddie actually suggested to me. And I think it sounds really cool to talk about is the way that society today has now become dependent on technology and like how we've lost touch with our natural world and with each other and everything, you know? Um, and so we're just going to kind of have a chat about that. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately I can't be on it, but I will say, um, if you know, society were to start shutting down, the majority of us would be screwed. Yeah. So just throwing yeah. that out there. Yeah. <laughs> Part of our family would be screwed. Yeah. So, but Anyways, we hope you guys enjoyed tonight, and we will see you next time, and Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Like we said, guys, if you have your own list, or if you like ours, don't like ours, let us know. Appreciate y'all listening. Uh, Look us up on our social medias and our website again. Always. I won't see you next time, but I'll see you soon. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good night. See you guys.